All right, Jabo say good morning. Let us begin. We hope to Merz Hashem finish Osnon. We'll continue in Osnon Bays today in Reb Tzadik. So we are picking up on page Kuf Chof Hey. Uh, let's pick up in the Biuria Hasidus on the on the left hand side. So remember again, we actually began this discussion. So just uh, just to refocus us a little bit, Reb Tzadik in in Osnon Bays is focusing on the ability. Um, of transformative change or the concept of transformative change and really focusing again the anchor of this discussion is the messianic era and the idea being that the rabbi highlighted this concept of that Geula really comes in one of two ways in its just simple appointed time or expedited expedited um, salvation or expedited, yeah, expedited salvation. So the idea of bi'ita means that at a certain point in time, even if Klad Yisrael, it appears, even if Klad Yisrael is undeserving, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will somehow bring Mashiach anyway. But then what Rapsodik was really highlighting was, it's not really the way that it works. In other words, that bi'ita means even if Klad Yisrael is undeserving right now, there'll be some type of transformative change which will make Klad Yisrael deserving. So interestingly enough, Sarab Sadiq was then focusing on this idea of how do we see that level of change? The ability to take a generation that's undeserving and suddenly go ahead and make it deserving, which is a pretty dramatic idea. Sarab Sadiq says we see examples of this by the Darha Midbar. Right? He gives other examples of where you find instantaneous transformative change. So let's pick up page Kuf Chaf Hey, left hand Kalim Bi Uriah same PDF from last week. So the Rebbe says, and this is incredible, we mentioned this last, we actually began this last week. The Rebbe says, lest you think that this concept of transformative change is impossible, remember I will say again the example that he brought from the Gemara Masechus Kiddushin, HaMekadesh HaSaisha, Almanas Shani Tzadik Gomer, right, if a man says to a woman, become a Kudash, just on the condition, that I'm Tzadik I'm absolutely righteous, the Gemara says, Mikudashas, she is betrothed him, even if he is Mamisha Rasha. Even if he's Mamisha Rasha. Why? Shema hear her tshuva belibo. Because ultimately, maybe he did tshuva. Maybe he did tshuva. And the Tzaddik says, you see from me, I wouldn't mean maybe he did tshuva. The idea being, even though externally the person did not change anything about his behaviors, and even though, again, a person maybe did not change anything about his lifestyle, but there's a hear her tshuva, a thought of tshuva, some type of cognitive process or a cognitive shift. So the Rebbe says, that also constitutes tshuva. So you see from here that transformative instantaneous change can take place because often the greatest tshuva is not even something that occurs behaviorally, but the greatest tshuva is the type of tshuva which occurs with a mindset shift or, or, or a shift of or a, a reorientation of the way one thinks about themselves, the way one thinks about life. So the Rebbe goes on and says, this is a truly beautiful piece. He says, Vahari Anu Bnei Yisrael, so he goes to the Pasig and Eicha. And the Pasig and Eicha says, Bring us back to you and we will return. Bring us back to you and we will return. So we'll say, we know the deeper meaning of this Pasig. The Rabbi says, what Klan Yisrael says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, Ribbona Shalom. We have so much difficulty doing tshuva. So much difficulty coming back to you. But you could bring us back. You could awaken us to tshuva 
in a moment, right? It's a very strange pasuk. Hashem, you bring us back and we'll return. What, what, what does that mean? What does it mean? What we're to a certain degree doing is we're shifting the responsibility of our tshuva to the Ribbana Shalom. Kaddish Baruch Hu, you know you could inspire us, you know you could awaken us, you know you could bring us back to you, and if you would bring us back to you, we would do everything we're supposed to be doing. So why don't you just go ahead and do that? It's an incredible chutzpah, but it's incredibly profound. He screams back. So to speak, right? He calls back and he says, according to the Pasuk in Zechariah, Shuva Eilain Noom Hashem Tzavakos Va'ashuv Aleichem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says back to us, Shuva Eilai, you come back to me. <laughs> you come back to me. So there is this, there is this tug of, not tug of war is the wrong word, but there is this tension between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael says to Yibam Hashem HaShivinu Hashem Eilecha Venashuva God, it's your responsibility to make us do tshuva. Bring us back to you, and you'll see that if you awaken within us the spark of tshuva, we'll do great things. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to us, Shuva Eli, what do you mean I should bring you back to me? You come back to me. You have bechira, you have free choice, you make the decision to return to me. So like the Rebbe says, So this, of course, if you take a look, if you take a look at... Uh, footnote Kovav. This is very beautiful. He goes over here the Medrash. The Medrash says, Amra Knesses Yisrael of Neakadish Baruch Ribana Shalalam. Shalchahu Hashivenu. So the Quran Medrash says, Klaal Yisrael says to Akadish Baruch Ribana Shalalam. We belong to you. We belong to you. So because we belong to you, Hashivenu, bring us back. Bring us back. Amr Lahem Shalachemu. And Baruch Hu says, No, you belong to you. Let's <laughs> say, so you hear this? We say to Akadish Baruch Hu, we belong to you, right? Or the power of our tshuva belongs to you. And Akadish Baruch Hu responds to us and he says, No, the power of your tshuva belongs to you. So this is just the tension between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Klav Yisrael. So it says that I have something so fascinating. So remember again, going back to this messianic tug of war. Be'ita achishana. Sachishana expedited salvation occurs if the generation deserves it. Be'ita sounds like even if it's a generation shekulo chayiv that is so fundamentally compromised, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Bari halochihi she'ein yisrael nig'alin ela im osin tshuva kidalel. So I will say, see, here's, here's the problem. This is what mentioned in passing before, but now it comes to full light. With Messianic salvation, so I understand achishana. I understand expedited, expedited salvation if we are worthy of it. I understand that piece. Be'ita sounds like, sounds like that even if Klal Yisrael doesn't deserve it, there's a certain, there's a certain, what's the right word? There's a certain time by which Mashiach has to come no matter what. There's like a, what's the right word? I'm sorry? Deadline, right? There's a messianic deadline, right? There's no meaning Mashiach must come by a certain time, which makes it sound like even if Klal Yisrael is not deserving, Mashiach will come. 
The problem with that, and this is what Rabbi is driving at, is we have other statements in Chazal of Ein Yisrael Negolin Ele Mosin Tshuva, which says Klal Yisrael can't be redeemed without Tshuva. So how, how does this all work? How could I have a deadline? In other words, both say, a deadline makes it sound like Mashiach coming no matter what, no matter what the state of Klal Yisrael is. But yet, Chazal tell us that Klai Yisrael can only be redeemed if we do tshuva. So, what, so how do you reconcile this? We'll say, now watch this, this is incredible. So Tzavik says, it has to be al-karchach, she'yihiyah az matzav, shall didan natzach. The only way for, to reconcile these concepts is if you say, we win. We win. What does this mean? Shalonu natzach, kilomar, she'kenese sisol tinatzeach keviyachol asa kadosh baruchu bevakashasa, so we'll say, this is actually quite beautiful. So Rabbi Tzaddik says, the only way to reconcile it is as follows. That halacha l'amayis, what's going to end up happening is, we win. We win meaning what? That when that deadline occurs, when that deadline comes about, and mamish now, it is time to go ahead and bring Moshiach, and bring Moshiach. The problem is, Klav Yisrael has not done tshuva, so we'll say, what's going to happen? Klav Yisrael will win, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu ultimately again will be forced to Hashivenu Hashem Eilecha Vinashuva. Now what's going to end up happening? The Rebbe Hashem is going to have to bring Mashiach. Klav Yisrael will not have done tshuva, and the only way to ultimately bring Mashiach is for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to inspire us to do tshuva. He's going to have to take ownership over our tshuva. Hashivenu Hashem Eilecha. Light the fire, light the fire, kindle the spark, bring us back to you, and you will see that we will do something absolutely incredible. So I will say, isn't, isn't this amazing? So Tzadik says, so I will say, there's a number of things happening over here. And by the way, I just want to point out, all that Kaddish Baruch Hu does is light the spark. We do the rest. We do the rest. But Lamaisa, I need the Ribbono Shal Olam at times to take the responsibility to bring me back. So this highlights a number of different things. Number one, once it so we'll say, gives us a fascinating window into messianic redemption, Halavai will be zocha ta'achishena, to expedited, expedited salvation through positive dynamic activity. If not, if it's going to be be'ita salvation, so then I both said one of two things happens. Either Klavi soul do tshuva, or if we don't, if we don't, the dun natsach, remember that phrase from the rabbi, the dun natsach, we win. We win. There's always this ongoing tug of war. We say, Hashem, bring us back. Hashem says, Shuva Eli, come back yourself. Come back yourself. So normally, Yisri Ba'am Shalom wins, except when the deadline of Messianic redemption approaches and Mashiach has to come and we're still not doing Shuva, we win. We win. Hashem will have to go ahead and light the fire and kindle the spark. But the greater lesson that Rabbi is teaching us in the midst of all this is the ability and the power of transformative change. And sometimes that ability to even engage in instantaneous transformative change. That sometimes, again, there is the ability for a person to so fundamentally turn himself around. And yes, although sometimes it's gradual, and most times it's good for it to be gradual, at the end of the day, instantaneous, transformative, cathartic change is possible as well. That's the Gemara Mesech's Kiddushin.
That's ultimately again Hari And why is instantaneous, transformative, cathartic change possible? That goes back Kishoshana Ben Because at the end of the day, even when I commit Averus, the Rebbe says, That's not my panemius. My panemius is Kaddish. My panemius, my, my inner essence is Tahar and remains untainted forever. No matter what happens in the rest of my life, I am the Kishoshana Ben I am the rose. I am the rose amongst the weeds. It's true, the weeds are there, but Lamaisa, the rose never loses its rose identity. So because I never lose my panemius, because I never lose that, therefore, again, even when I sin, I don't fundamentally alter who I am on the inside, and because of that, instantaneous, transformative, cathartic change always remains possible. All right, so let's go stop over here. We'll pick up Emirat Hashem with Nun Gimel tomorrow. Shkoyach.